Hello, listeners. Welcome to Cocktails and Confidants. This is episode 17. And tonight we are enjoying a delectable cocktail. It is delicious. From Justine. Amazing. <laughs> so. I think we decided to call it the Mocha Russian. Yeah. After much debate. Mm -hmm. Yes. There was some additional debate on the cocktail name this time. So um, I was going to Papa Murphy's on a Friday night. And (laughs) what happens to be next door to Papa Murphy's but the liquor store? Liquor store. And <laughs> that um, was a twist I was not expecting. <laughs> right at the beginning of the story, too. It's like, hmm. so we decided we um, to grab our the attention of our listeners. Yes, and nothing does that like Papa Murphy's on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, take and bake. Uh, we decided we should have some wine with that, so we popped in, and there was a vendor giving out free samples of a new um, liqueur, and one of them was a coffee flavored. Cream liqueur, and it's fantastic. Coffee, good. Cream, good. <laughs> Delicious. Chocolate, good. So I decided, I love white Russians, and I decided that I was going to try a version of that with this in place of the cream, and it works, y'all. Mm. Oh, yeah. mm. So it has Tito's, Kahlua, and the Samras, I think that's how you say it, coffee cream liqueur, and the um, thing that gets all those things get mixed with is a chilled hot chocolate, specifically the Swiss Miss Indulgent Collection dark chocolate. Oh, nice. So, good. so good. Yeah, this is dessert tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> in a glass. Yep, that makes me happy. And tell us how you decorated said martini glass, Justine. Oh, well, the garnish. If we can call it that, we, we can. can. We will. Is yeah. um, just some good old fashioned Hershey syrup drizzled in a glass. It's lovely and delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to work your tongue a little bit, you can get it off the side of the glass. Mm-hmm. We've discussed this. I have every intention of doing just that. You should. Yeah. It takes so it up a, no- a level or two. I, I tried out a few different little recipes. In just like plastic um, chinette cups or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes, I swear, it tastes much better out of a real glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about possible garnishes. You know what else would be lovely? Just a little shaved chocolate. Mm-hmm. Or, but it's good or, just, or it's good just like this. Or a sprig that. of mint. You did say that? Yes, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. Oh, the mint would be good. A red raspberry. Oh. Also good. Yes. Yes, very good. You I could, like it. You could also take it in a different direction and use some salted caramel in place of the oh, Hershey's yes. chocolate inside your glass. I have some of that. Let's try freezing it. Oh, like blending it? Yeah. That might be. What's that? What's and that? And then you could uh, drizzle it with the salted caramel mm-hmm. or the chocolate syrup. Don't they have a drink like that at Dunkin'? Frozen hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean that too. I was thinking of like a frozen coffee thing. Oh. I don't know. It's called a moulatte, and they yeah. have it. That's, Dairy Queen. That's a Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh, Dairy Queen. Okay. Yeah, I don't with baby, much. With baby number two, <laughs> which this explains a whole hell of a lot, listeners. <laughs> Um, <laughs> chili cheese dogs and mocha mulattes were your jam. They were something that I did consume a little bit of. Wow, I'm so dumb well, that I didn't figure out that a mulatte uh, had coffee. <laughs> quite a bit of time um, while pregnant with Mister Middle, and I worked second like twelve hour shifts at the time, and so. They would often show up 
at my place of employment. Just randomly appear. Um, for my evening meal. Perfect. And that's before the days of DoorDash. Oh, right. that was. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of that, um, a bad Ch- diet. Chili, while dogs, you <laughs> chili dogs and mocha moo lattes. Well, <laughs> no, like, so cravings um, while you're pregnant. Mm. According to Ayurveda, they're actually the baby's cravings. And if you do not indulge them, their heart won't form. Really? Correctly. So Chase must have come out with a. My question is just the things that you crave during said pregnancies, are those things that those children still like today? Because in my case, it is. True all the way? All, every single one of them. Um, number one, absolutely, positively, yes. Um, lots of ice cream. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the middle does like a, a coffee-flavored drink. I'm not entirely sure if I've ever seen him Consume a chili cheese dog. They're so messy. Um, and delicious. And with my youngest, I I think more about stuff that I had aversion to than I actually craved. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not eat chicken whilst I was gestating him. <laughs> While with child? <laughs> <laughs> incubating um i the smell of it the look of it anything Oof. just like totally turned my stomach i could not do it hmm. um does he eat chicken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's a fan of the brown chicken I, too. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember also known as steak <laughs> i don't remember what i craved with my second one i drank a lot of gloria jean's coffee <laughs> That was more because of my proximity to the mall when I worked uh, up there. Let's see. For my pregnancy number one, I would say I'm going to go with the easy one and say I ate pepperoni pizza, and that's his oh my gosh. favorite thing in the whole entire world. Um, number two, I ate a lot of strawberry frosted Pop-Tarts. Hmm. And she cannot eat those, yeah. but I also just regularly consume a lot of ice cream, and so that is something that she has taken on. Is you know they have GF ones; they're not great, and I've only seen apple, and also they're not great. And it's <laughs> the frosting. I don't know. There was something about it. Hmm. They're just but not that good. Truthfully, when I was pregnant with that one, I puked every single oh, day. Yeah. So that was tough. <laughs> Makes me sad for you. <laughs> Didn't now we no. know why there's not a third, right? <laughs> Didn't oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Traitors. Um, didn't you? There was no agreement made that there was going to be a third. Mm. Hey, Justine, you were fuckered up. Yeah, I was. You were sorry. Justine mm-hmm. has three. You have three. We have two. I mean, it's a balance at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, you should have told Steve, "Don't be a dummy, blowing on your tummy." And he didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I was getting back to what I think you were craving the second time around, Alex. Maybe it was also in proximity to where you worked at the time. But I like remember you eating pasta. Was that before you knew you had issues with... Well, yeah, for sure that the would have gluten? been. But I, I've never been a huge fan of pasta. Huh. Like I could do without pasta. Never. That makes me sad that you just said that. I'm sad. I could live literally live on that. Yeah, mm. I mean, and eggs. I mean, I it still really just eggs. doesn't. But that's probably because. It made but even before that, I couldn't. I mean, hmm. I could take it or leave it. I'm not one of those. I will take it. <laughs> That's how some people feel about ice cream, and I just don't understand. I don't that. understand that either. Because that was what I craved with my first one, but it wasn't just any ice cream. What was it? Rainbow sherbet mm. with the pineapple in it. No, 
no. in Blue Moon. But what I craved when I was pregnant was rainbow sherbet. Mm. I ate probably my body weight in rainbow sherbet, which was a lot, by the way. Baskin Robbins has a really good rainbow sherbet. Do they? I've never. And it had, had it. the pineapple. I don't know how I feel about that. If I'm going to eat sherbet, I only want lime. Lime sherbet. Yeah. That's terrible. I had. If There's I could only have one, it would be orange. I disagree. I like it. Raspberry. But I do like. I the also seed, like Neapolitan, so I like the mixture one of flavors. Has like, like peel in it. Ew! <laughs> but I you like the, but you like the pineapple pieces. No, no, no! It's pineapple sherbet. It's just flavor. There's no oh, pieces. I'm sorry. It's so the white. It's white, orange, pink. I don't think sherbet. I've ever had that. I might have to try that. Go to Baskin Robbins. Um, they're open 24 hours a day. Drive through. So they are. <coughs> so <laughs> the two the two things with my first New pregnancy, Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. You'll you'll all appreciate this. Were jalapeno crunchers and Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> That makes a hell of it a does. lot of sense. Mountain Dew. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember which one of them I was pregnant with, where the smell of beer would make my mouth water. Hmm. I don't remember that. Probably number one. I don't think it was. I feel like it's probably number two. <laughs> you know what? If anything, wouldn't you think that I was, like, craving marijuana all of the time? <laughs> well, and so number two was toast. Which... Mary Jane. <laughs> toast. You crave toast? Toast hmm. and ice cream, and specifically the cappuccino crunch one from Baskin-Robbins. Oh. Like, Every single day. And I am one of those who ice cream is take it or leave it. Don't, whatever. Damn it, Justine. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I ate that every single day. With which one? Number, Number two. two. Oh, she like ice cream? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are Another country. In here. <laughs> she, she would go out and get ice cream every night if somebody else was like, I don't really feel like it. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't think I knew that. So what was it with number three? Fruit. Fruit. I, Any we, kind of fruit? We went to Parkside Produce so I could get fruit to make pies for Father's Day. But I ate all the blueberries before we got back home. <laughs> and if you are familiar with the area, that wasn't very far. <laughs> No, it wasn't. And it you was, know what? That's a lot of anti-accidents. I was just going to say that. But it's funny because she still, like, would choose fruit as a snack over, like, chips or popcorn or... That's awesome, though. I don't remember craving anything with number two. You had a lot of other stuff going on. That's true. Well, number four was bananas. Bananas. And wasabi. Together? <laughs> not, not together. Oh, That's weird. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, what? Said, what? I'm pretty sure I ate my weight in ve- vegetable sushis those nine months. <laughs> Just so you could have wasabi? It's a vehicle for the wasabi. Right. <laughs> well, I mean. Want to yeah. try wasabi? No. <laughs> we were out one Spring time. Road? And one of the other people we were with was like, I swear that that kid is going to come out wearing a bandana like the karate kid if you do not stop eating this much wasabi. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Certainly not everybody was kung fu fighting. I'm starting to see, oh, that's not hair. That's a bandana. (laughs) Baby's crowning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times. The cocktails are kicking in. (laughs) Okay, so um, to bring us around kind of full circle, um, we're talking about indulgences um, because – as per usual, this time of year, people start thinking about embarking on journeys. 
journeys, new adventures, new resolutions, calendars. <laughs> um, so we were talking a little bit um, via Snapchat, which luckily Dixie does read. She doesn't always respond, but she I mean, she does read. We see her little um, bitmoji <laughs> pop up. <laughs> On the screen. <laughs> and I, and you're so excited. Like, I sit and wait. I'm like, oh, Dixie's joined. She's going to just spit out some wisdom, and it's going to be lovely. Dixie has entered the chat. <laughs> then, poof, she gone. Dixie's like, I'm going to have to think about that for a little bit. So let me back that up. Okay. Because boop, boop, boop. back that shit up. Beep, beep. I just feel like everything has been so chaotic like the almost Out of control almost 2 years yeah. and now like like I'm in the new house and feel like kind of settling in and sort of have a routine and um also I'm just sick of not being able to wear cute clothes that I own but um it it's more the idea for me was more just about taking care of myself better because it hasn't been a priority. Yeah. And the reason that I was suggesting we call it a wellness challenge is because I didn't necessarily want the focus to be on who can lose the most weight right. or the most body fat percentage or any of that. It's more about what are the ways that we can make ourselves more of a priority. Sure. Yeah, I was actually just having this conversation with Mr. Alex the other day about how I need – I was after we were at your house, and I was like, I can't dance and sing at the same time because I'm so out of breath mm. because I'm just – so I actually said the same thing, that I needed to focus on being healthier instead of focusing on a weight loss. Well, I mean, because when, when it, you have one, though, the other comes. So, well, and that's exactly the thing. But if if it's if it feels like deprivation, right. you're never going to stick right. with it. If it feels like you're doing something good and it's actually rewarding, right? Then you're going to want to continue it. Um, so, that's my theory. <clears throat> that's a good theory. So, what was on the list? Because you sent us a list and. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, I didn't respond because at first I was a little like, I'm going to have to think about this for a while. So, again, it was about doing things that are good for us and, and thinking about the things that nourish us versus deplete us, right? Right. So I had drink 80 ounces of water daily, um, have six servings of fruits and vegetables daily, and I mean, realistically, I think a serving is a half a cup. It's not. Yeah. It's not crazy. Um, Twenty minutes of physical activity daily. This one is highly debated right now, <laughs> listeners. No food or drinks with added sugar. We are literally drinking sugar. So much sugar. Right I now. just licked the sugar chocolate concoction. <laughs> Um, well, how many minutes of activity does your tongue have? Because <laughs> that counts. Uh, 15 minutes um, daily doing something that brings you joy. Um, so can you cross over the 15 minutes of activity bringing you joy? Um, well, does eating vegetables bring you joy? No. Yes. I, I said that because I knew that that would be your answer. Um. Well, so for me, I was thinking like a, a meditation would be a good thing or just reading my book or doing nerdy things like crocheting or something like that. That Totally not nerdy. Um, and then the other thing I had listed was a daily journal just to track your feelings, your cravings, how things are affecting digestion, if there's been a change in how you look or how you feel or energy levels or whatever. Um, because I think that if you're doing that daily, it's much easier to start to see a pattern. 
Um, but it's also an accountability thing because if you're, I don't know, it's almost like if you can't commit to all of it, there's a reason why. And if you're okay with the reason, that's fine. But then are you going to still hold yourself accountable to the rest of them? So that was a list of suggestions, and it's up for debate. So the thing that seriously balked me, like where I was like, and this is embarrassing to say, but what could I do every day that would bring me joy? Like I didn't know how to answer the question as to what I would do. And I'm so sad about that. I really am. You know, we were talking last time about tears and Yes, I cry a lot, but I uh, I very, very rarely have that long, cathartic kind of kind of thing. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with that very often at all because it's just like there's so much stuff to do, so much stuff to do. And I was talking to Hubby because <laughs> he can, and this might seem like whiplash, but he can be like... I'm going to have an orgasm. Like, I'm interested in having an orgasm, like, without thinking at all. And I was like, and I get irritated sometimes. And I finally processed why that irritates me because what the fuck do I, you know, it's not, (laughs) okay, do your thing or, oh, you want me to be involved in this for a couple seconds? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is it's so difficult for me to get out of my head for long enough to activate any kind of Same. pleasurable things in my so joy and it's it doesn't I'm not even talking just about sexual gratification I'm talking about joy happiness that kind of stuff where I'm like I I don't I'm really struggling with how to manifest that yeah like I like to read but do I sit down and do that I read a ton, but it's usually news articles, articles here, clicks to that, you know, like reading, 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 but not like, hey, I'm just going to sit down and read something that makes me happy. Yeah. That's not happening. So that is what really, that and the sugar, like, let's not be, let's not joke about that. But that was the thing that tripped me up about that list is what the fuck do I do that would bring me joy every day? So I feel like with that list, I would probably have to start with the journaling and just journal every day to try to start to crack some codes because I don't know. I don't have an answer. And then I was like, eh. So that's what my little bit mochi had just like. Pop in and out. <laughs> she was like, fuck this. <laughs> this is getting too heavy. I'm leaving, you know. So that's that's where I am with it. Well, well I, I'm sorry that it upset you, but at the same time, I feel like that means you really need it. Oh, I'm not upset about it. I'm glad. Well, I know, but like it brought don't, it brought oh, up yeah, feelings that were don't unexpected. And it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, that's deep. Like, <laughs> I recognized the concern, but was still just like, eh, I'm gonna go cut this cheese for people that are coming over later, <laughs> you know, or whatever it was I was doing. It was like, eh, I'm going to find something else to think about. So. And I guess I don't know what I would do. I hadn't really thought about it. Are we putting too much pressure by saying brings you joy? So if you broke that down into – things throughout the day that made you laugh or because bringing you joy I think for some people that might feel like an unattainable state of mind so I love your laugh and I'm thinking about things that I know you get a kick out of that make you laugh I know because I send them to you and you don't read them. No, I'm just kidding. 
I'm totally teasing you right now. Um, but cause actually what I send you is usually what I send you specifically is usually like provocative, like thought provoking something I think that you could use in your day-to-day profession. Or like silly jokes of people in their car that videotape funny things that they say. Well, there's that. Those do make me laugh. So I guess what I'm getting at is instead of feeling completely overwhelmed by something that makes you joyful, which I think that means different things to different people, mm-hmm. um, you start with something that feels slightly challenging but yet not unattainable. So maybe you're going to interact with one of your pets in a, like, fun way or um, you're going to watch a section of a show that you think is really funny or... um, going to contact one of us and tell us to tell you a funny story. <laughs> tell me something funny. <laughs> so, um, but so that's maybe, part of the exercise. <laughs> and maybe that's not necessarily the best word choice, but so in my mind, what I was really thinking is 15 minutes of something that's just for you. It's not about, it's not about work. It's not about any family obligations. Um, it's not about any of the shoulds in your life. It's something that you want to spend a few minutes of your day doing that has nothing to do with anybody else. Gotcha. Could be plucking your chin hair. <laughs> not that you have any. But if you do, you could go to Alex's bathroom because she's got like an awesome light Girl, set up in there. My chin hair is beyond a couple plucks. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little pissed because according to... My reflection in Alex's bathroom mirror, my flawless <laughs> was full of flaw. And I just used that bitch the other day. It was flawful. It was. But I think it's valuable. I think the list is a valuable list and it's a good place to start. And it reminded me how far, far yeah. I've been from any of that really healthful kind of thinking yeah, I think a lot of it, too, is just being mindful because I think of <clears throat> for a lot of us with all of the demands on us, it's easy to just go on autopilot and stop being mindful. I mean, I told you guys I didn't get to have lunch today, but what I didn't tell you was when I had, you know, three minutes, I chose instead of eating an apple, <laughs> which I also had, Peanut I, I had almond butter, but I didn't eat any of it. Um. Did you have cheese from the quick trip? No. Dang it. But instead of eating the apple, I grabbed the bla- the bag of dark chocolate-covered blueberries and ate those instead. Hmm. Any accidents? <laughs> Did you feel little bits of joy? Because I do a couple of, a couple of chocolate-covered blueberries, I think, are joyful. Yeah. But um, if I eat too many, then I'm like... Bleh. But it was one of those things where, like, as I was eating it, I was thinking to myself, I mean, like, I... You know, pour some in my hand on my way to go to the bathroom before I have to run off to go do something else. And I was thinking I could have just grabbed the apple. (laughs) But I really just wanted the chocolate-covered blueberries. (laughs) They're pretty good. So, I don't know. So, maybe everybody should just pick one thing and commit to that for 30 days. I almost want us all to try and commit to picking one thing and then also doing the journal. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It has to be whatever you, not has to, but it should be, should, it can be, (laughs) right about as little or as much as you're comfortable sharing for that particular day. And remember, that exercise is just for yourself and and for a moment of reflection on the choices you made that day or just maybe something that you went through or, or 
or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, for I mean, for me, the easiest thing would be the fruits and vegetables. But <laughs> well, what? How many are, are we supposed to have a day? Six, six. I mean, I make a protein shake in the morning with frozen bananas, frozen blueberries, and fresh spinach. So, so you have three. That's halfway what I'm there. You're halfway there. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that today. The first time I had vegetable or fruit, if we're counting the juice, was here. I'm not happy about it. Do my chocolate-covered blueberries count? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that cancels each other out or something. But dark chocolate is healthy. So I know that I physically... Emotionally, psychologically, feel better when I'm eating better. Uh-huh. But that is not a place that I have lived probably in the last few months. And I need to get back there. Thank you. So let's make a commitment on when we're going to start our one thing. Yeah, and, you know, the reason that I thought it might be nice to share in the experience is that we can encourage each other. And if somebody's having a moment. Yeah. Don't put it in Instagram. I mean, no. Because I won't see it. But otherwise, I'm I'm with you in the moment. <laughs> but, no, I, I get where you're coming from, Justine. And I think it's I think it's a good idea. It just, like I said, I was, I read the list and I was like, oh, fuck. I've yeah. come a long way. Yeah. What if one of my things is committing to go to therapy? That's okay. Make an appointment. It's hard to make an appointment. I. It's still self-care. I yep. know. Because I feel like I should. But I don't really know where to start. Because I feel super out of control most of the time, which I think is evidenced in my shit piles. (laughs) Like, everything is just, whatever, put it there. I'll fucking get to it when I get to it. I don't know. So I think step one there is making the appointment, which I, not to diminish the step that that is, because it is. What if I don't like them? Like that's my. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, you can shop. You, that's that's gonna. You're be. you're interviewing them, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of people will do like a free fifteen minute kind of thing, and it, you can at least ascertain whether Check or not vibe. Yeah, because yeah. that's going to be a huge part of it. If yeah. You, huh. So I just looked at the calendar, and there, since I, I picked a date that I have in mind that might help us kind of get in the mindset of when to start, and it's three weeks from today. If that's too much time, we can back it up a week. Um. Back it up like two weeks? Is that what you mean? Back it up or move it up? Move it up up to like two weeks from today. I just don't know that I'm going to be like in a place to start a week from today. Correct. No. So I'm I'm trying to maybe project (laughs) (laughs) that I know I won't be I won't be ready in a week from today. Yeah, I didn't necessarily have any specific time frame. It was just supposed to be like a 30-day thing. Like, can you commit to... Right. But I figured if we had like a date that we can... You can start whenever you want your 30 mm-hmm. days, but... Make sure you start Make by sure this you start time. by this day. Right. Because yeah, right. otherwise procrastinators like Dixie might be like, well... <laughs> I still have two more weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, time. 
I was going to have my bedroom completely cleaned out by the end of the year so that I could paint uh-huh. at the beginning of next year. Well, the beginning of the year is vague. You've got time. <laughs> well, I'm not going to have the room cleaned out by the end of the year. Right. But the beginning of the year gives you more time. <laughs> right. It does. It does. You got three months. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to say that I will start my journaling soon. Like, soon. Because honestly, I have a journal that was purchased at the beginning of the pandemic because I was struggling with everything shutting down and was like, oh my gosh, I really need to record some things. Mm-hmm. And I, Bought it. It's got Rosie the Riveter on it. Nice. And I never opened it. And for, what, two years almost that it's been this fucking pandemic, that's pretty much been the metaphor for my fucking life. It's just like I had this plan. Yeah. And I never cracked it open. Does anyone else have something that they can start writing in or do they need something? I have a gazillion of them. Okay. I do too. A gazillion or no, probably like shy two of that. or three. <laughs> Definitely not that many. Not quite. Things that I've purchased at le- for like at least a dozen okay. other things and then I just write in two pages of it to make a list and then it just sits somewhere in a pile of shit somewhere. It might feel good to rip those pages off. Like, <sighs> My piles drive Mr. Alex fucking out of his mind. Well, everybody needs something to drive somebody else out of the mind. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm starting to, like, see that. See your piles? Yeah. Hmm. Ronnie's a shit shifter, so. So am I. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. We started cleaning our basement. I'm and I was like, that. Oh, my gosh. Why do we have so much shit? And then I thought, Ugh, if I could just, we have a magic wand to speak of her. Yeah, I love of magic, but really, then I opened a box. Never opened the box. Just be like, oh, this box looks like garbage. Get rid of it. Yeah. But then I found some cute little things from when the kids were younger, and I was like, oh, nostalgia. And I didn't really get as far as I wanted, but like those funny memes when you start cleaning your room and you're like, <laughs> end up wearing a hat and and with a tear. <laughs> yes. It just, you know, it was. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's amazing in some ways how much the clutter and the weight is yeah. really just an external yes. symbol of what's going on inside. And I know Marie Kondo has like whatever bring this you know, like there's all kinds of systems to work through that. But it's overwhelming to even crack open the little box that is my internal self. Yeah. I mean, I I put things in bags to donate and then they just sit there because I don't do with them what needs to be done. So it's like I just have more shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more shit in a different place. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I think making that phone call for you would be good. Yeah. Even in doing little things like, hey. Load up the back of the car. I go know. To Godwell, get it's not shit. like I don't have time. I know. I'm home from work every day at almost like three o'clock. But we like, all do that. We all do. It's like, mm. there's that thing that there's a meme like, oh, look at I thought about this for seven years and it yeah. took me three minutes. And after it was done, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Well, and the thing, the thing for me about making donations is. I'll put it in the back of the car and then forget about it. And then it rides around with me for like four months before yeah. it actually gets there. Well, but that wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> put it oh, in the seat next to you. Like if it was in the back, it would end up back in the house or mm. or something because we just do too, we do too much traveling and oh, things right. go in the back and then it would just get moved around. So it would just be shifting more shit. Shifting shit. Shifting shit. Shit, shit shifter. I love that phrase. I do it too. Don't go to my office. It's a mess. Piles. That's my superpower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my 
Mine is growing whiskers out of my chin. <laughs> I thought it was crying That's during me. I can. I, I'm so good. She at has it. several. I yeah. am. I do too. <laughs> I hide my cape. <laughs> it's like a whole comic book series. Exactly. So <laughs> these are good things to talk about. They're just yeah. I don't know. They're scary. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And when you and when you're holding on to things, you know, metaphorically or literally, it's like are you attempting to shield or insulate yourself against something? Like what is it that you are hanging on to to protect yourself? I think my I know for sure that mine has to do with the professional rut that I've been in, and we've talked a little bit about yeah. some of the things where I'm like, Ugh. and at 44 and after committing, you know, almost 20 years into a profession, it's really a scary thing to contemplate to move into something else. Yeah, And so that's, but not doing anything about it. <laughs> Is obviously not healthy either. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's tied up in that because, you know, I've. I'm, that was nice, <laughs> listeners. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, I know I'm reflective enough to be like, okay, things in my marriage are good. You know, my things are, you know, my relationship with my kids, those are good. Those things are yeah. pretty solid. So I know that the big part of my life that isn't, that feels the least, you know, healthy is my profession, which is something I have to deal with every day. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the thing where I'm like, but it's also like, well, I like to have a paycheck. And yeah. so I, I know that that's what I have to look at. And my health is part of it. You know, because it's emotionally exhausting what I do and taking time for myself means I have to unpack that box too. And I just have been avoiding it. So, yeah, kind of like when you, I don't know, shine the light on something when you're like, yeah, well, no. And I mean, really, that makes sense, though, because especially after two decades, so much of your who you identify as is wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the only thing about you, but it's a big piece of it. Correct. Correct. So to untangle myself from that, it's sort of like I I was happy playing this character for a really long time. And then when I started to realize that sometimes it was, you know, it really is a role. Like very much like I get up in the morning and I don't feel like that person. But as soon as I walk through the door, it's showtime and I have to be that person. Yeah. And it's starting to feel less like it used to be part of who I was. And it felt real or it felt genuine. Yeah. And now less. And that's, Ugh. You know, it's that's really hard. And it, you know, maybe it's something that if I was in a different place, that role wouldn't seem so disingenuous. Sure. But maybe not. And I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to crack that code. And so I haven't. I've just been like, hey, let's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm super great at putting my head in the sand. You know, it's better to just play on my phone for two hours after work and do nothing yep. but snuggle into the couch. So, you know, it's it's time. I know it's time to start to do these things. It's just I put my big girl pants on and I've, you know, I've avoided that for a long time. So, Ronnie, what say you? First and foremost, we got you. Um, 
a lot of what you just described is how I felt in my marriage. And for that reason, I feel comfortable enough to say, you'll, when it's time, you'll, you'll feel it in your soul. When you make the decision to make a change and you're the only one that is going to know that. Um, it will be life-changing. But if it means you're being true to who you are, you won't regret it. Because we're also talking about something I was doing for over two decades. Mm-hmm. And it probably might sound strange to listeners that she's talking about her job and I'm talking about what I said was going to be a lifelong commitment. <laughs> but, I mean, that's my truth. Right. So. Um, I see the similarities. Because I never went into the profession thinking I wasn't going to retire from it. Like, that was just it. Also, relationships are work. Right. I mean, they all require work. And the only thing that you can be responsible for is what what effort you put into it. You You can't change what you're getting out of it because there's too many factors that you don't have any control over. Also, thank you for sharing all of that. I mean, it it obviously really touched a chord, and um, I appreciate you opening up. You're welcome. Thank you. Now you know why my Bitmoji was like, "Mm, I can't text this. can't be texting that. Well, and for anybody who's going to come for me because I've been really teasing Dixie, in the last few episodes about not reading the stuff we send her on Instagram, it it really isn't good fun. Um, it's a standing joke. It is. <clears throat> so, like, if you have to we, go, if you're going towards her or whatever she just said, you have to come through Dixie first. Yeah, <laughs> I totally embrace the fact that I'm the last one on board with that. <laughs> so, I mean, we we do it. It's with love and with fun. There's no malice intended at all. It's really just um, to give her a hard time. But what I will say in truth, um, my truth at least, is that because I know that you've been struggling with things, I send you funny shit to like just for a moment get your mind off of it and make you laugh. Or, like, some of the stuff we share in that group message um, seems to be, like, sometimes thought-provoking as well. Um, Or Or, like, deep shit, you know, like, Mm -hmm. things that you're just not going to put up with anymore in your life. And so, um, I'm not telling you how to, you know, live your social media life, but but, But, but get it together, okay? Look at my funny so, shit. I'm trying to guide you. So, so you know, don't come for me um, because it's it's done with love to Dixie, and she knows that for sure. Word. I think that there's this weird thing, like this cliche of having this midlife crisis, mm-hmm. and I don't know if crisis is the right term for it, really. But I do feel like. I just call it like existential or something. Right. There's sure. something happening. Like all of us at this table have either moved through a process that was life changing or we're on a cliff looking over, like, <laughs> this is really scary. But there, you know, being in our 40s is fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's not what you're going to say. Well, that's I think, bad. but there is, but there is, like, this, like, it slaps you in the face, and it can push you to great things, but it's also, like, 
I don't know. I feel like my head is spinning in this fog of I don't know. It's like how you to said, I feel out of control. Like yeah. I don't know. And I a little bit, again. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> There's this thing where my brain doesn't bring the words that I think of. I want to say, but I've been having these. They're not panic attacks because it's not like, but there's this pain in my chest and a shortness of breath. And I know I'm not having a heart attack because I've checked all of the vitals. So it isn't that. I get that. Not on WebMD though, right? No, no, no. Okay. No, like I checked my Apple Watch. Her Apple Watch tells her she's not having a heart attack. Right. You're not having a heart attack. You're just having a panic attack. (laughs) I have that too. anxiety or something where Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't feel good in my own space. Skin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Same. We should have another cocktail, at least for tonight. I mean, I know that's not a long-term solution. <laughs> Both of us have empty glasses. And I just, you know, listeners, maybe you've gone through it. Maybe you're on the other side of that. You're broken through it. But I think one of the most difficult parts for me is that <clears> – <throat> perception that, you know, I have a good job, I have a really great relationship, although we all know that there are certainly things about it that I would change if given the choice. Um, You know, I have a, my house is nothing fancy, but it's mine. And it's Um, warm and it's cozy. Yeah. Um, So, you you know, there's this perception for for other people that what can you, what can you be? unhappy with or what can you be struggling with because by all appearances you have what most people could ever hope to have. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is when I start feeling some type of way, I immediately follow that up with, you know how many people would give whatever to be where I'm at right now? And then I get the chest pain and the shortness of breath and my heart rate goes up a little bit because it's like... Just because outwardly you've achieved success or you've made it doesn't mean that it's all of the right things for you. And and other people's expectations of you aren't your responsibility. Well, I know that. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to say to somebody. <laughs> but it's um, hard. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I, like, I do know what you mean, but also it, if, if they truly cared about you, they would step in and say, how can I help? Not, why are you acting like that? Well, you have to share it for anybody to know that you need help. <laughs> That's true. But but what I'm saying is if you take that step, the ones that that truly have your back, that's going to be the reaction. You know. But But it's only you that has to look at you in the mirror. Yes. And there's three people at this table that got your bag. I know. Um, Well, that was an outside one. Taste it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We're talking tears now. Um, That was an inside one. (laughs) Is it salty? (laughs) Your boogers. Bitter. So what's the inside one? The, the vada, vada. Vada. Out of control. Fear. It's hard. To, it's so hard to be vulnerable. It is. Especially in your profession. Yeah, because nobody likes that. Yeah. And there, I feel like there is this really weird expectation that, you know, everybody has their shit together. I don't have my shit together. <laughs> I don't have my shit together. Me neither. Like, not even a little bit. <laughs> I'm just really good at faking it. I know, but we all fake it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I feel like I fake it on a daily basis. I probably have different compartments <laughs> I have different compartments that I fake regularly, and 
some that I fake in certain situations, but parenting, just my life, you know, where, where I thought I would be at this age. I don't know. But you know what? (laughs) One thing I really like about being in my 40s is being comfortable saying, I don't give a fuck about certain things like I used to. Um, Saying and believing and meaning with every fiber of my being that other people's opinions of me, expectations of me are none of my business. I believe that. And I don't give, there are, there are certain people, I'm not going to lie, there are certain people in my life that I do care how they feel about me, what they think about me. But that's not a rule for a whole lot of people. Yeah. Not anywhere near what it used to be 10 years ago. Yeah. Definitely not 20 years ago. Yeah, for sure. So there's some comfort I have in being the age that I am. But it's not it's not only comfort. There's a lot of other issues too. Mm-hmm. Um you know, things that I've promised to myself, promised to other people. You know, mm-hmm. but I have to deal with not living up to that. Yeah. And I have to be real about setting any future expectations with other people and for myself. And some days, just getting up and doing the damn thing. Yeah. Right. That's that's a huge win. Some days it'd be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. So how can we support each person at this table right now. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I I think that just being able to have this conversation yeah. is is cathartic to a certain extent. And yeah. I'm a like, oh my god, we just said that in front of these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> Do with this what you will. But I think that that's important. Yeah. You know, I think beyond that, you know, I I will start to journal because I do have to start to figure out, like, if I'm not going to be this as my profession. I, I'm i not independently wealthy. I have to find something that I enjoy doing. People will be like, well, what else would you want to do? And I'm like, I don't fucking know how to answer that. Yeah. So because I don't have an answer for that, I just continue every day doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's not going to be a short-term change because there's contracts involved and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm going to get started with it. But So do you think it's change of environment or change of? I, I My thought in the last few weeks is that it's good. Like I have to open up two avenues. One might be a change of environment in the same profession and the other may be just moving completely out yeah. of that profession. Um, someone that I work with did recently, and that has really been what kind of started shaking the foundation for me because sure. it was like, oh, my gosh. That's something that I've been talking or thinking about and talking about in little private whispers, but always been like me, you know, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. And then it did right in front of me, and I was like, oh, my gosh can happen so and I don't typically like to think of myself as somebody who's just an all talker like but I've realized (laughs) I talk a lot about things that I'd like to do and I never make the plan like we like (laughs) Harry Potter world right like I want to go and do these things I'd love to travel here I'd love to travel there I want to see this I want to do that and I don't ever take the step to make a plan and to do that. It's just like, oh, someday I'll have that. But we don't – that's not a guarantee. And at this age, 
when am I going to start doing that <laughs> if I never make a plan for it? So. I don't know. So I feel like Justine's earlier point on holding each other accountable is where we come in. And we all have to know that if we're holding one another accountable, that it's coming from a place of love, not a place of, remember when you said you were going to do this and you didn't? It's because it's, I mean, I think that's pretty safe for me to speak for all of us. And if it's not, tell me, but. And then leave the table. (laughs) It's never, it's like me holding somebody accountable is. It's not, um, yeah. Yeah. It's not, (laughs) at least for the three of you, you know, like if I like say, hey, where are you at with this? Remember when we talked about this? It's always going to be coming from a place of love and support. It's never going to be like one more thing that I'm like coming down on you about. It's always going to be like, Hey, I just want to check in and have you given any thought to how those that love you can support you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or what are, what have your obstacles been and you know, how, how do you change that or whatever? Wow. Understood. I agree. I think I've printed out lists of people who I could see for therapists, and then I put them in my bag at work, and then I literally never look at them again. So, so I have that going for me. About a year or so ago, we all started like having some conversations about preventive health that we needed to take care of, right? Uh-huh. And scheduling our appointments, whether it be, like, yearly, you still didn't? Okay. We'll come back to that, Dixie. Um, we did have that conversation. <laughs> so I think that even if it's one of us sending you a message that say, hey, why don't you just take that list out of your bag today? Yeah. And just look at it for five minutes. And literally, like, you could set a timer for five minutes, and then you can just respond, done. And then maybe we check in with you a few days later. But it for some things, it's, it's literally, literally, literally. It, it has to be broken down into small pieces like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because... You all know, with my shit shifting, I get overwhelmed in a New York minute when it comes to dealing with my shit. Yeah. Literally and figuratively, okay? <laughs> so that is overwhelming to me. Some days I feel better prepared to tackle it, and other days I just can't. And so on a day that I'm feeling a little bit motivated, um, energetic, ready. It has been helpful for me to set a timer for a period of time that I will commit and then just attacking something. Yeah. You're right. And I honestly can't tell you why I'm afraid to do that. Uh, I It must be like some subconscious, like... I don't want to unpack it, and if I don't. Yep. If you don't open up the grief case, then you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can keep that shit with the lack on it that TSA doesn't like. I just cut that shit off. <laughs> I get that. I mean, when you're ready, you'll feel it. You'll know. But it looks like it hurts. I don't know what it is. I just mean not not doing anything about it. I don't think that the uh, alcohol is helping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Your cheeks are rosy. It's hot as shit in here, too. <laughs> We're all a little flushed. Yeah. So well, this wasn't our uh, 
normal giggle fest. It wasn't. Um, that list- is funny because one of our long-term listeners um, asked about the amount of laughter that always seems to happen in, like, the every odd other. number. Yep. And so, you know, I did let her behind the curtain just for two seconds and, and, and told her a little bit about what our typical recording routine was. Um, so shout out to that loyal listener. Um, but you know what? We're, we're all talking about stuff that I honestly don't feel that is isolated to the four of us at this table. No, I don't either. I just, you know, usually we're laughing our asses off and, our listeners are like, um, we tuned in <laughs> for some. her funny things. Well, this confidants a- does not always mean jokesters. Yeah. And how about you have a couple of these mocha Russians and <laughs> let, let, let us know what kind of emotions it brings out for you. That's right? our that's our challenge to our listeners. Yeah. Justine mixed that up just perfect. She was like, oh, they were really good. <laughs> Mixologist. Well, I love hot chocolate and it's a comfort I mean, drink. And yeah. technically, and it's alcohol. winter, even though we chilled it. But <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah. This was a great conversation, ladies. It, definitely, I needed, it. I needed to have it. I needed to expose that nerve that I try to hide so well. Yeah, me too. Me too. <sighs> so. so stay tuned for commitments and how this plays out. Yeah. We'll see. Cocktails, confidants, and commitments. And crying this time. (laughs) Turns out. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.